Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm McAfee. God. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and the name is said wrong. <laughs> I'm Rip McAfee, <laughs> producer and sure? editor of this spot. Oh my, you shush. <laughs> I am J-Rat. I can actually pronounce my own name and I'm a virtual reality YouTuber. <laughs> I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. I'm Adam Charlton, a software developer who, you know, guys, I just really love VR. I don't know if I've said that yet, but you know, I really love VR. <laughs> that dang VR. I was, I was having my suspicions, you know, you didn't. It was just like, I don't know. I don't know whether it was like you kept going through headsets. Like maybe you just <laughs> didn't know if like you could really get into VR. You know, I had my suspicions. Yeah, but well, it's just good thought to hear. I would, yeah, just thought I would settle all doubts and just say, you know, guys, I, I like VR. <laughs> We, we were lured, we, we're, we were worried we would lose him from the podcast. He, he, his, his interest was waning. Yeah, it was, was uh, kind of sketchy. Painful. <laughs> so for those that haven't picked up on it yet, we are all sitting here in virtual reality right now. We're looking at each other. We're interacting. We're giving each other hand signs. And uh, if you want to see all this, come join us over on the YouTube channel where we are streaming live right now so you can actually see it as it's happening. And then the video is uploaded in parts, and then it's uploaded in full, and everyone gets to see all the crazy amazingness. And it's great. Come check it out. We run this podcast in four sections. First, we will have a Q&A section that's drawn from our Discord and Patreon communities. Second, we have a VR gaming news section. Lots of great stuff this week. Third, we'll be talking about our experiences with some of the new VR games to come out. Do we have new VR games? Or are we doing we have doing games classics? That aren't even out yet, so we're ahead of the game. Oh snap! Yeah, I, I just realized I need to violating um, causality here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only slightly. Don't tell anyone. Well, we need to, we need to get a game that will release like by like around the time of when the the episode actually releases on Spotify, so then it can be like just perfect timing. Just you know, the day like all those other yeah. yeah, like IGN does it one of these days. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> Fourth, we'll be having a discussion section that changes week to week. This week, we'll be talking about if you could live inside a VR game, which one would we choose? Now, for clarity, was that... Jay wrote this one down. Is this like like transported to another world kind of a thing? Or like yeah. you're stuck inside your VR headset kind of no, a thing? Oh, like, like you are in that world. world and you're you never know? coming back. How do yeah, you live? So like, yeah, like gotcha. you pick out half-life alex you are in city 17 just for real <laughs> i see okay okay Ooh, all right well, well we'll get into that more i'm looking forward to that uh last week we covered Neuralink and its implications for gaming vr super interesting discussion go check that out that was episode 17 of this podcast and now for some q a jay you got the first one i do starsight asked us on our discord oculus rift the old one or PSVR. So the old one, the original Oculus Rift, is called the CV one. Now, everyone's going to have a different opinion on this. But but personally, if you've already got a gaming PC that can run the Rift, you've already got the PS4, really it's just headset versus headset. Mm-hmm. I would honestly say it's price. Because you can find, if you can find a PSVR for 100 bucks and a Rift CV one still goes for over 200 Get the PSVR, enjoy an amazing library of games, and have a lot of fun. If you get it for the same price, get the Oculus Rift, though. I mean, you've got you got crazy tracking. Yeah. You've got some of the best controllers, even better than these stupid Rift S controllers, in my opinion. And 
you've got an amazing library. You got the Oculus exclusive. You can still play even new games that come out really well on it. So if it's price for price, I would only get the PSVR if it's significantly cheaper. If they're the same, get a Rift. You're still going to love it. It works really well. Even if it's only two sensors, you can still get 360 tracking with two sensors. So it's mm-hmm. a, I had a Rift for a while. They're fun. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I thought for sure you would be saying PlayStation VR. If PlayStation VR, a big reason I always go to it is because you can find a PSVR online right now for like a hundred bucks. You can't find any headset, any other headset for like a hundred bucks. Even the old Oculus Rifts are actually holding their value a little too well. So one of these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. I was going to go with PlayStation VR on that one. You know, Ooh, wow, what, what, what is going to too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you did you play enough of the? I mean, like Beat Saber on the Oculus Rift is a night and day experience different uh, with That's how true. good the tracking, even versus the Rift S. I still right. hate playing Beat Saber on my Rift S versus my old CV One. The tracking was so good; it was like Vive level tracking. You've got oh. games like Asgard's Wrath, Lone Echo. You've got all the Oculus exclusives. The only problem now, of course, is the Facebook side, but. I was I was gonna say PlayStation VR because the PlayStation VR is going to get continued support and um, exclusives yeah, and ex- ex- exclusives continued exclusives. support and it'll work on your PlayStation Five. Um, whereas the Oculus Rift, the original Oculus, like seems to have completely forgotten existed. So if you have a problem <laughs> with that thing of any kind, you're gonna have to go spend. No one's gonna want to buy it off you once it's broken. So you're gonna spend <laughs> that money on an old device if it breaks then you just gotta yeah you gotta go buy another headset um so i I think the financial decision is actually with playstation vr this time unless you can buy them in bulk just buy like four of them right (laughs) right (laughs) now if that's enough just go through them like magazines you know (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. the thing about it the playstation vr i you guys know i love it but it's showing its age more and more right it is it is and the original oculus rift still holds up to now against a lot of the headsets on the market like that thing was a pretty amazing piece of tech for what it was. The audio on it was really good. It's if you can get them for the same price, that that would be amazing. But I've even looked at Rift CV ones now, and they're still two fifty, three hundred dollars used. They're still way too much money. But that shows that they that they held their value. They were good headsets at the time. True. Yeah. Yeah, they had good tracking, good, good enough resolution, and. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it. And I, I have plenty of friends who still have the Oculus Rift original, <laughs> and they're very happy with it. Yeah, well, and Facebook won't bring out anything really that much better, so why get anything else at this point? <laughs> but that'll change one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Yeah, so Adam. I'll take the next question. So Rumbo asks, how to deal with VR hangovers, and what is a VR hangover? And so for those of you who aren't aware of the term, VR hangover is where, uh, and I especially got these when I first started VR, when you first put on your VR headset and you take it off after a session, you kind of feel almost motion sick, but in the real world, like it takes Mm -hmm. your brain a little bit to adjust from the VR setting back into the real world. And I especially got these when I first started playing and I really don't anymore. And so I think that the way to, to deal with VR hangovers? Well, first of all, just play more VR, but take shorter sessions, especially at first. When you first start playing VR, don't play for longer than like 30 minutes or an hour a session. Sit down, take a break afterwards, and then you'll... That also helps with motion sickness, by the way, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like when you first... Yeah, when you first get into VR, 
it's a really different experience from playing gaming normally. You're going to love it, but definitely take breaks and just sort of let yourself adjust into getting into the wonderful world of VR. That's what I recommend. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have any like homebrew cures like, you know, orange juice Mm -hmm. or anything, but I'd love to hear it. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, Adam, first, I'd just love to say that was a great explanation of what a VR hangover is. I would love to shake the hand of whoever explained that and taught that to you (laughs) because that was an incredible explanation of it. Uh, (laughs) Ginger beer. I'm not talking alcoholic beer. I'm talking and I'm not talking ginger ale. It doesn't actually have any real ginger. A brewed ginger beer that has ginger in it, a fan on the face. All these things are going to help you acclimate while you're in VR. And then when you get out, they'll help you recover faster too. Uh, I don't get much of the VR hangovers anymore, but I still deal with like the Rift S doesn't quite have a wide enough IPD for me, even though I adjust it with software. So whenever I come out, my eyes like struggle to readjust to the real world. But when you're in it this long, <laughs> when you're in it this long, hopefully you don't still get hangovers. Some people struggle with them for a long time, but luckily I'm pretty right. used to it. <laughs> not like it's your job or anything, right? <laughs> no, yeah, not at all. So Destiny, you get motion sickness still. Do you, as someone who is more prone to motion sickness, do you find yourself with VR hangovers a lot? I've, I haven't actually heard you talk about VR hangovers. It's actually gotten like so much better. Um, I think it's just from like playing over time and exactly what Adam said, playing in like short amounts of time. Like I think now I can play for a good couple hours before I kind of start to feel that way. But like mm-hmm. now I know from playing it enough to stop like when I get that feeling and I think that's the difference like some people first getting into it will just like push themselves and they don't really realize what's going on until it's like way too late and they're like past that point but um but yeah I remember like when I first started playing um like when I would take it off it was really hard to kind of feel like you're back in reality and yeah it's I mean like I said it's definitely gotten better I still feel it occasionally um especially with games like Pavlov and stuff but um Hopefully for some people, you know, it's like with me, it just gets better over time, even if it doesn't fully go away. Right. Yeah, I think that's a pretty blanket statement. There's not many people that just cannot get rid of that motion sickness slash VR hangover. You're you're with enough time and with enough going in and out of the headset, you'll get over it. Yeah, you just kind of just, build a tolerance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, I think it really is a rare thing too. Well, not like super rare, but for the most part, most people I've talked to, they usually get over it pretty fast. I think it's only certain people that still kind of have that vertigo issue. I I don't know a single person personally that has that issue, but I've like I've I've found them on like subreddits. Yeah, right. <laughs> and none of those are just troll haters trying to make people think it's going to make them sick forever. Those are all, of course, real people on subreddits. <laughs> of course. I, I just want to note real quick, but something I find super interesting about VR hangovers is that nearly everyone I know that doesn't get motion sickness still gets VR hangovers, like pretty consistently. They'll they'll like be fine with locomotion right off the bat, but when it comes to VR hangovers, they'll like they'll take off the headset and they'll go like, "Whoa." And then like need to sit down for like 5 or 10 minutes. Yeah, I think so, a lot of it could be not having enough adjustable settings still at this point. You know, mm. you, you let someone demo your headset and you don't get the IPD just right. Or you're like, these headsets, right. it's only software. So no matter what, coming back to the real world, they get a bit of shell shock from it. When you have your own headset and you have it tweaked as good as it can be, I think a lot of that goes away. But it's tough to demo it, especially if they play for a while. It's tough to make sure it's all right for them because they don't even always know what they're looking for as far as comfort. Right. Absolutely. And Disney? 
Okay, so um, up next we have one from Cosmic VR. They want to know why, when did you fall in love with VR? So um, I think with me, I've always been interested in the whole idea um, with the technology starting to um, develop. But when I officially fell in love, I think it was when I first saw some Pavlov videos. And then I looked more into the different types of headsets. And then I knew, like, I just, I had to get it. So again, back to Pavlov, (laughs) it really got me hooked. Oh, Pavlov, that's always Destiny's, like, first it VR is. love. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm waiting, it's I'm waiting for something to dethrone it for you, and it, then that's going to be the game. <laughs> right, yeah, I, I think that's, sworn... like, the biggest challenge. Yeah, we've answered some very similar questions yeah. to this, so, like, if the answers sound like, oh, we, this, this is a familiar, we know this, that's because we sort of have, not this specific question, but we've gotten very close. <laughs> We're going to answer every derivation of this question this year. (laughs) For me, I mean, I saw a VR machine booth at the Family Fun Center as a kid, and that was like the moment where I was like, I don't even know what that is, but I want to be in that. And then then when I first put a Gear VR of all things on my head, I was sold. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even own one yet. I was at Best Buy and I saw it sitting there. It was like one of the really early models. And I was like, what is this? And I put it up to my eyes and I was like, that was the moment I knew. I was like, the first chance I can get anything like this, I'm getting it myself because that just blew me away. Holding that up and just looking around in the ocean, I was, I was, it was done for for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Adam? For me, first time I tried it on, which was after I had bought it, I didn't actually get any VR experiences <laughs> before I bought one. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. I I learned to drive stick by buying a car that was a stick. I didn't didn't even know how to drive it. So I I respect the decision there. Yeah. You see, for me, I I had just started my first programming job out of college. And for the first time in my life, I'm like, hey, wait a sec. I actually have like extra money lying around. So the first thing I did with it was go and buy a VR headset without my wife knowing. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what I got. And And then I put it on and I'm like, wow, this is. Like, this is for real. This is really good. <laughs> right. So yeah, tried it on and it's good I did because I was stuck with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tried the the HTC 5, the the like the first consumer ready model um, at a E3 and just did did a demo and was like, this is the future. And it, the rest is history. You did the lab. <laughs> was the lab the first thing you played on the Vive? You Back said? then, it wasn't the lab yet. It was just oh, a bunch like of it. like demos. Oh. Okay. Well, even then, if you haven't tried the lab out there, I tried it recently. It still holds up in this day and age. Like that, they did a yeah. great job on that thing. So, and it's free. So, absolutely, go try it. It's got a lot of fun games on it. It's a pretty consistent way to like get if you've got people over for VR, just boot up the lab and they'll they'll be good for like an, an hour well they won't last for an hour because it's <laughs> vr but <laughs> they'll last for the 15 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. Nic- nicola asks was the wife impressed for adam eventually no! <laughs> oh man no she she actually wasn't all that impressed with the vive but when i finally got the index she tried it on and she was finally like wow now i see why you like it <laughs> that's always that's amazing to me some people like it just does not you think it would blow away away everyone who tries a headset on. Some people just don't. There's, you know, each person cares about different things. So yeah. it's just crazy. 
Uh, no, for like, me, it was interesting that she only became blown away when she when I finally got the index. Like that is the point right. where it wasn't any screen door effect. It was really comfortable, and that was the point where she was like, "Okay, this this is for real." Now I see why you like it. <laughs> then yeah, some more good selling points for the uh, index. Then comfort goes mm-hmm. a long ways with a lot of people. That's yeah. That's where that's some my of the biggest thing. best early headsets, yeah. And you have a Quest. Like the most <laughs> yes. uncomfortable headset yes. that exists is the one you have. That's pretty yep. funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jay, take us to the next one. Rumbo asks, good t- games to test the accuracy on a controller. Well, as someone who has done a lot of testing, I will tell you the ones I use, Beat Saber, but you need to be able to record it in mixed reality. So that's, that's pretty complex, but that's the only way you're going to really see if you're having problems there. Uh, a boxing game can be a good one, actually, because you want to see if what happens with your hands when they're close. A shooter with a scope doesn't really matter which one, but ones where you can get the scope close to your eye and try and see what's happening. And yeah. then, uh, oh, shoot, there's one more that I always use to test it. Now I can't think of what it is. Someone else. Does anyone else have answers to this? I'll, I'll, it'll come back when you when you talk. Um, you, you covered the one I was most interested yeah. in as, as someone who does a lot of VR shooters that that like it's so frustrating to have a. A, a sniper or anything really that you want to reach out with like a dmr or whatever and have the controllers freeze up because oculus oculus headsets do that where once you basically if you leave the heads the hands still enough the oculus doesn't track them anymore so you'll have moments of like your hand just staying still super frustrating yeah, yeah. I got outside in tracking. I've never really had any problems. So yeah, yeah. Seriously. I was gonna say bow and arrow. That was that was the one I forgot. When do a long pull. Oh, Don't do it fast. Yes, do yes. a long pull and wait and see if your arrow tip is shaking or the back is shaking. That's that's mm. a big one too. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one 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 issue with Beat Saber is especially when you, if you don't have a particularly wide view angle, you can't. You typically don't see your controllers losing tracking you just kind of get the feeling that you're losing tracking because you'll like you'll be swinging at the far ones and like you'll be missing all the time you're like what's going on um and at some point you have to decide whether it's your bad or your controllers are having issues yeah so many of my mixed reality videos i would see in editing that the notes i missed were tracking issues and not me and it made me feel better right oh and with the Q&A done, wrapped up, we can move on to the news. But first, we would love to tell you just, just quickly about our sponsor. This week's news segment is brought to you by Asterion. Does your VR headset still live in the box that it came with? I, I bet it does. I bet 50% <laughs> of you to 80% of you still have it in the box it came with. Well, we here at Full Dive Gaming, we believe your headset should rest on a stand worthy of your VR headset. And... That is why we recommend the Styrian's Aura VR. It's compatible with every headset. It is minimalist. It is modern. And it looks just great. Like, seriously, there's going to be a little picture for anyone. <sighs> I did not breathe during that entire thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, there should be a picture on screen right now for anyone that's watching. If you're uh, listening, you know, go ahead and uh, just pull over on the side of the road and pick up, pull up the picture because, you know, it's just so worth it. Stop wherever you are in the middle of the road. Just stop and look yeah, at just, this. Just thing. take a moment. Yeah, but I d- I do not encourage looking at your phone while driving. Full dive gaming podcast causing accidents since 2020. 2020. <laughs> now just causing traffic. <laughs> <laughs> With clean RGB lighting, guys, this thing has so many colors. It looks gorgeous. You you can have it in 
well, just about every color you could want. It, it, it's not like any color under the sun, you know, it's not like a color wheel, but it's it's got so many. There's like, your shade's probably there. It also has a USB port. You can charge your controllers. You can charge your Oculus Quest. What else could you want? This thing's great. Yeah, if you want to charge your phone, take you go to put your quest on, put your phone on, get it charged real quick while you're playing with the quest, swap them back over. It's there mm-hmm. for you. It's coming I in actually use my USB port all the time. I didn't think I would, but I do. <laughs> Mostly to charge my phone or like little devices <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Same. If you want to pick up your Aura VR stand, use the code FULLDIVE at AsterianProducts.com to get $5 off your order, $19.99 or more. Again, that's code FULLDIVE at AsterianProducts.com. Yes. And with that, we can move into the news. Woo, the news. There's a lot this week. So there much is. news. So much. This is kind of the, how the VR world works. If you don't follow VR news, one week a ton happens, and the next week nothing happens. Well, this week, the Oculus Quest was discontinued what what (laughs) so the (laughs) oculus quest you if you've been looking for one you know it's been out of stock everywhere pretty much this whole year but now retailers are reported that it's being marked as discontinued or end of life when they're even trying to get this thing from oculus so this is basically further validating the rumors that there's a new either oculus quest light oculus quest s whatever you want to call it coming and it's going to be an actual replacement so what's what's probably happening and this is a bit of speculation because of this news what's probably happening is oculus has stopped all sales because they've ran low on stock of the original quest and they're about to announce next week at the facebook connect event the new oculus quest that's coming and then from there they're only gonna sell this new one so we talked about that quite a bit on last week's podcast if you want to get some more but there's been a price leak and potentially the new 64 gigabyte might only be 299 dollars which is cheap and probably a total replacement. Yeah. So what we don't know yet for sure all the details. This may be kind of a lateral move. Like this may be a slightly better quest, but there might be some trade-offs. And so like this is mostly, oh, do you want to get one if you don't have one? Or do you want to trade sell yours and get one? We can't answer those questions yet. But what do you guys think? What, what does this mean? Do you think people who have a quest should like try to sell it this week really quick before Facebook Connect happens? <laughs> I don't think you'll no. be able to. <laughs> I mean, most people don't keep up with the news so well as to know about this immediately. So, actually, maybe, maybe that, maybe you might have some luck selling your quest and then pick up the new one. I, I might do that if I had an Oculus Quest. But I, what if it is worse? Like, what if you know it doesn't have better specs? That's because that's the, that's then it's gamble. like a trade off with the price. That's the worry. Roll the I dice, just, yeah. Destiny. Would... Just, just roll the dice. You have two of them. Sell one. And then no. get the new one with the. No, it makes me so one. nervous. Uh, I can't go back. <laughs> uh, I've, I've got a pretty sweet deal with this. One of my friends has really wanted a quest uh, for a while, and he was actually about to pull the trigger last week. And I was talking to him about this new one that's coming. And I was like, well, here, let's make a deal. When this new one is launched, if you really want it, buy it and let me try it out and review it. And if you buy it and you're like, oh, this isn't quite what I want because I played on yours, I will swap you for mine <laughs> just to have the new one <laughs> and be able to use it for the channel and stuff. So either way, I should be I should be getting somewhat lucky in this deal, but not everyone's in that situation, I know. Yeah, mm. no, probably won't so, be able to try it. Yeah, so my thoughts on this are a little bit different. The price point, first of all, is absurd. For mm-hmm. a standalone headset, the price point is absurd. So Facebook is either doing one of two things. One, it's not as good 
meaning that it is not built to be a gaming headset. It is built specifically to try and get people on their Facebook platform whose name I cannot call Fa- Horizons. Horizons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook yeah. Horizons. Facebook Horizons, which is their big thing. So number one, this is specifically for Facebook Horizons, and that is what they're banking on. It is not a general purpose gaming headset. Number two, it is just as good, if not better, in which case the price point is so low because Facebook is desperate to get people on their platform. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So either way, I think that this price point is specifically to get people on the platform and it's either A, they're super cheap about it and just want people to cheaply get on their platform or B, they're really desperate to get people on their platform. But either way, it's probably a boost (laughs) to the consumer. (laughs) Rip's over there just cracking up about it. (laughs) <laughs> I like I like your analogy. It's, it's hard to it's imagine so true, though. your your first possibility of the of it being not as good. It's hard to imagine that they would discontinue the old one then if that was the case. Like you'd think they'd keep that one for the gamers. Oh, and that's then, true. And the weird part about like your second point coming from business management and stuff myself, like it's hard to imagine they would even do that because like the thing about the original quest it's not it hasn't been like a, oh they can't sell they can't get people wanted this thing all year they haven't been able to buy it because of the stock so is it possible they have so many of this new headset that they can price it as cheap as 300 and think that they're not going to sell out in an instant i don't know mm-hmm. i feel like no matter no how idea. many they have they're all going to sell out so at 300 dollars too they'll sell so fast i'm actually concerned about even being able to get one if i have the money ready at Facebook Connect, I'm concerned that I won't even be able to get one at that price. So right. maybe the price we is wrong. It's still the holidays. Yeah, it's still a leak. So we don't for sure know the price. But if that is the price, that's insane. Mm-hmm. And so and there's also like there's talks of multiple different versions of the quest. So we might be seeing a little bit of both, maybe the cheap one, but like maybe Adam's two uh, visions for what Facebook is going to be doing, maybe both come true. You know, maybe we get a really cheap one and then we get a more expensive one. The cheap one is like just a Horizons thing or mm. I don't know, is, is 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 comparable to the like the Quest and maybe the new one or the, the more expensive one will be like more of a Rift S replacement where it's like more focused on its like link capabilities, like more of a purpose-built wireless pc headset which would be just fantastic but perhaps too wishful of thinking (laughs) right i just can't wait for facebook connect because i i've got too many questions and not enough answers Mm -hmm. yeah uh, nicola mentions uh, what if it's a hybrid between the go and the quest and yeah but that's kind of what i don't want saying hybrid of the go with anything because i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) that would be like it's a cheap cheap quest like it has just exactly as, just as bad of a processor or maybe even worse <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it still no. works somehow like who knows it's got a 60 hertz refresh rate it's just really getting <laughs> down there <laughs> all right i'm gonna take us on to the next news piece um who's presenting adam yeah, you got I'll this take one it away yeah so this isn't directly about virtual reality sorry to betray the name here but against our very close cousin augmented reality <laughs> And so augmented reality is quickly entering the workforce in Tokyo. And there's a lot of really cool and innovative applications that they're doing. There's one particular story about a worker on the Horie Railway Electric Engineering, and he's repairing a brake on some of these train cars because, you know, trains are a big thing over in Japan. And he's able to use his augmented reality goggles to just pull up the manual right in front of him. And just go, okay, I need to do this, switch the manual. Okay, now do this without. And and he says, this was great. I didn't have to 
worry about staining my paper manual with oil while I'm changing out this brake. Mm -hmm. And so augmented reality, this is just further validation that augmented reality and virtual reality, two very close technologies are not only entering the workplace, but thriving. And it makes sense in Japan where they tend to be on the cutting edge on some types of technologies like this. And it's really cool to see that it has legs to stand on. Now, Adam, I appreciate that you're trying not to confuse the listeners and everyone here, but this article kept saying mixed reality and would not admit to this being augmented reality. Why the heck were they doing that? Did you notice that in the article? They kept going on about how these were all mixed reality headsets. They tried to say that like augmented is only Pokemon Go and VR is gaming and this is mixed reality. And I was like, what are they going on about here? Like they were trying to use this stupid phrase that I feel like Microsoft just confused everybody about because they launched the Microsoft Windows mixed reality headsets, which were just virtual reality. So this is, it's kind of this whole fracturing of the terminology that's been happening. It's sort of bizarre. And I wish people would, you know, get their terms straight because this is definitely augmented reality basically if you're trying to talk about mixed reality either say windows mixed reality or augmented reality (laughs) (laughs) like those are the only options um but i i did notice that well as well the term really should be augmented what they meant in the article was augmented use mixed reality if you're talking about windows and even then it was a terrible idea by windows to use mixed reality <laughs> yep and then you got xr entering the space it's it's we're, we're starting to get some confusion out there for everybody so be prepared <laughs> it's going to be a confusing year in vr if people keep this crap up so <laughs> if you're inside of a headset in a virtual world and you're not really seeing your surroundings you're in virtual reality if you're completely mm-hmm. seeing your real world through a lens and it's putting holograms in it it's augmented forget everything else at least for now right what do you think? That's, uh, that's what I agree. Definitely. <laughs> it 100% like point blank. That's our definitions of it. Nicola is saying they look at mixed reality as a spectrum ranging from all the way from full virtuality to all the way to very light augmented. It's mixed. And that kind of was made sense until Microsoft jumped in the game when they were against VR for like the longest time and just screwed up the whole world by naming all their headsets. Because when you talk about Windows mixed reality headsets, that's supposed to include the stupid HoloLens too, which <laughs> which is a just augmented reality headset and it doesn't. I, I know I'm getting on a rant here, but this is like, come on, people. <laughs> Even when these news articles can't get it right. Exactly. Like it kind of sounds like they're just trying to use it as like an umbrella term, I guess. Mm-hmm. Let's just yeah, call so... it R for reality, whether it's virtual <laughs> exactly. or real. This is all just reality now. It's really cool to see these being used in work, though, because I've, I've demoed a HoloLens, and it totally seems like something that should be used for work purposes, for training. It doesn't feel like something right. you should game on at all. And and if you've never seen one or tried one, it's it's a completely built-into-itself headset. There's no wires. There's no tethering. It has holographic images that appear. And if you've never tried VR or anything, it would be incredible. If you've done a lot of VR, you might find it a little underwhelming uh, just because the field of view on the original is really small. And on the 2, it's still pretty small. I think it's 90 degrees on the HoloLens 2, which sounds pretty normal for VR, but the problem is you can see all 220 degrees of your real-life view, and only 90 of it can contain holograms in that point. So it feels really small. Mm-hmm. right um and yeah and, and on on that note you know we spent a while on like the ar versus vr versus xr discussion but in terms of what this uh article is really getting at which is the future of ar or xr whatever the hell they want to call it um <laughs> you know mr this yeah it's, it's cool seeing a, a city that is so 
like South Korea and Japan are always these days the ones that are like really pushing a lot of these tech boundaries. So it's super cool to see them adopting AR more commonly within business. Usually if if they're going to start adopting it, next will be either the US or China. That's how these things usually go. And then it'll become popular. And we're all about that. <laughs> Yeah, and the U.S. military already has a major contract with the HoloLens, so we're yeah. seeing it. We're seeing it out there. Mm-hmm. Right. It's happening, and, and, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're finally here. So many years later. <laughs> yeah, and, and we've said again, again, and again, this is like we we pictured HoloLens, you know, eventually getting smaller and more form factor, and eventually it'll be like just the glasses you wear that are you no longer have a phone. You just have AR lenses and. Th- basically what this guy is doing in this article where you have you, you can pull up a manual you can look up google except rather than pulling out your phone to do it it's just you just i don't know speak to your glasses and it'll just do it right in front of your eyes <laughs> one day one, one day. day or we're there but it's just not small yet yeah right. destiny you there was some new horror game or something coming out right yeah, so um, especially with Halloween coming up, I'm pretty excited to see some new horror games coming out. This one is called Hinge. This game is by Arcadia, a Russian London-based studio. For a basic overview, it takes place after the Spanish flu epidemic in some high-end luxury apartments. A party is being hosted, but the creepy things, or then creepy things start happening, and a evil reality shifts as you have to find your way out with five different character stories and episodes. Ooh. One of the things that I did find cool um, about this is that within the five character episodes, or no, five, there's five characters and a couple episodes per character. Apparently, each one is like three to five hours long. That's Oof, a pretty whoa. lengthy game Oof, for VR, ooh. especially a horror game. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. But there isn't um, like a set release date or a lot of info out there about it right now, other than like a short 50 second trailer um, on YouTube and some brief des- descriptions online. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited to try it. And it is going to be PC VR only from what I can read. At least to start, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's usually where it goes first. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know any of the stuff about the episodes. I only saw the teaser trailer uh, kind of in passing. But I kind of wonder when people say it, like, these are different characters. But I kind of wonder, are you just going to feel like you're seeing the same story from five perspectives? Or is it really going to feel like that many hours of new gameplay? I don't know. You know, sure. some games do it well, and some games kind of don't do it well. Like, there was one game in particular where it had two different characters, a male character and a female character, and it was a noticeable, like, height difference between them. It, it actually felt like playing different people, so I don't know. Oh, nice. Yeah, it will be really interesting, and the whole vibe is kind of like, in the beginning, I don't know if you watched the whole trailer or not, but it's basically, like, starts off in this, like, long hallway. It kind of reminds me of, like, The Shining, but then it kind of goes into this, like, Stranger Things type world. Like, I don't know. It's it's going to be cool. It seems to be very mm-hmm. different, something that I think VR needs right now as far as this genre. Right. I'm not, like, crazy about the horror element, but I am super excited. <laughs> just 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 seeing the, the length of time that they expect on these games, if they follow through with that, that's like, yes, set this president. Please, I want to see more games that aren't like one hour in. You're like, yeah, I think I've seen it all. Where it's like more of a test demo and like yeah, your mileage yeah. may vary. Like, no, this is like a solid. You'll, you're going to get this many hours so long as you keep playing through what story they have. Yeah, that's, it definitely that's super cool seems to see. like it's going to have some good replayability. 
on mm-hmm. on a normal people's scale from the trailer and the research you did, do you think this is going to be like like really scary or just kind of scary? Like, are most people going to want to play this, or is this going to be horror buffs only? I oh, good question. I it's definitely not like on that scale. I feel like down here is like cheesy um, horror games that a lot of people can handle, and then yeah, like up here you get a little bit more advanced. I think it's more towards the top. I would I would probably rank it like <laughs> eight or nine. Oh, like wow. it's kind of uh like well, HP <laughs> like yeah, it, it seemed to be pretty intense like it didn't seem to be like mm-hmm. you know five nights at freddy's like kind of mediocre cheesy type horror fun right it seems, it seems like real, real terror you know yeah like real real after 15 15 hours of this yeah <laughs> yeah. I, yeah i just pulled up the video right here in front of me just to kind of rewatch that section and yeah it's it looks pretty <laughs> pretty crazy <laughs> you think they're gonna really try to mess with people <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah definitely definitely scarier than five nights and freddy's no this is like this, oh, yeah. is, this is this one's gonna try and scare you we'll see if it succeeds as long as it doesn't yeah. rely on cheap jump scares and it actually has the atmosphere and the presence yeah. i i'm still for it i play horror games sometimes begrudgingly, but i definitely will be checking this begrudgingly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not always in love with them but i play them for i play them just to experience them <laughs> mm-hmm well, if, if you play a horror game and you've lost everything and you just can't can't take it more, you need something really peaceful, guess what's finally happening? We've been asking about it for four years now. Minecraft <laughs> is finally coming to PSVR. Yay! Oh, <laughs> oh, please. Anyone who's played Minecraft knows that Minecraft's the real horror game. <laughs> for real. <laughs> the right settings, and when you run out of torches, it, it can be. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> finally, as a free upgrade this month, owners of Minecraft on PS4 and PSVR are going to be able to experience the game in all its VR glory. So if you already own the PS4 version of Minecraft, you're getting the VR update for free. It's super exciting news for those of us who all wanted to play Minecraft or people in my situation who I have the PS4 with Minecraft and I have the PC VR with Minecraft. Now I can actually play with somebody in VR together playing this. That's that's the true mm-hmm. that's the true amazing thing take your friend into vr with you this is minecraft for ps4 but in vr no motion controller support so be prepared for that it's not really a surprise it's they they've already got it all mapped to the dual shock you play minecraft on dual shock now you're just going to play minecraft in vr on a dual shock but to go back and see your stuff you've already built or to build something all new for free this is amazing and totally worth it but yeah. I know none of you have PSVRs, <laughs> so this this isn't that effective to all of you. But this is something that's been asked for for years. And and coming from PC, some people are going to be like, oh, well, why doesn't it have motion controls? Because, well, PC technically doesn't have motion controllers really either. If you're actually playing the Windows version of Minecraft yeah. that's made for VR, the only thing your controllers do is are pointers. You point to where you want to place your blocks, but you can't swing a sword. That's a mod if you're playing that way. That's that's not oh, something they've built. So. I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and the I don't know about the the Windows version, but I have the um, Revive, I think it's called um, the 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 mod for Java to play Minecraft VR. Vivecraft. 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 That's Vivecraft. right. Um, and even then, like it, unless you've got a server that's like built from the ground up, dedicated to be a VR server, you can't see everyone else in VR. It's it's you get to be in VR, which is cool enough, but it it would be so much better to see everyone else doing VR stuff because that's what makes <laughs> VR so fun. When mul- multiplayer anyway. Yeah, they're not waving or doing hand gestures. They just look like a little Minecraft person yeah, with their pickaxe moving. <laughs> Even though they're actually, if they're playing Java, they might be rowing the boat 
with their actual hands or jumping and reaching for something in the air. You can Vivecraft is really cool with those, but yeah. Microsoft has never endorsed or created those kind of controls for Minecraft right. VR, so we shouldn't expect that for PSVR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you're using Vivecraft, it the, the the basically the way they have it is that wherever your right hand is pointing. It, you know that's what you use to like interact with objects but in the game non-vr the way you look like interact with objects is you have to look directly at them right so all vivecraft is doing is reattaching the your look controls to your right hand so people who are watching you in vr like if you like have your hands down at your sides your character looks like it's pointing just down at the ground <laughs> 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 it'll yeah. it'll nice to be nice to not have that anymore uh, yeah this is exciting and and it you know it's nice to see some actual support for this not just like mods and right. it, when i first read this i was actually pretty excited myself because i don't have playstation vr but i'm if if the playstation vr 2 is good and i i'm probably going to be getting the playstation 5 this i don't know if this is done well this this is like might be for some people i I always get giddy about minecraft stuff uh, (laughs) to this day so this this like this along with some of the other exclusives for playstation vr this is really a feather in the cap of for playstation yeah yeah and hitman Hitman. (laughs) i'm looking forward to it Mm-hmm. Two opposite ends of the spectrum there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how it is. I'll, I'll play Hitman, get really oh, hyped up, and then I'll go play Minecraft to chill out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it is okay. cool to see this. There's some crazy news that Adam has. Luckily, Adam's going to explain this to us. So, yeah, Adam. this one will get a little technical, so be prepared to go to sleep soon. <laughs> so this has been a good week for graphics cards. We got the whole uh, 3000 series graphics cards coming out with just huge boost, and we talked about that all last week. Go check it out. Not too subtle plug. but this week we got nvidia's deep learning super sampling technology so basically what this is is it's using ai so that even if you don't have a great graphics card you're not running a great resolution it uses ai to basically be smart enough to pick out the differences in pixels and make it sharper than what the game originally allows for. You see, Jay's getting so bored. He's just standing right up and walking out on me. Just Just like I'm out. (laughs) So basically, you know, all those Uh, old cop shows like NCIS and they see the image and they're like, enhance, enhance. That's basically what this does in real life. (laughs) So it uses AI and deep learning to figure out what should go in between the pixels and it makes it better. Why should you care about this? Because it means that you'll be able to get pretty soon higher fidelity VR games natively without you even having to change anything. And even potentially on a less powerful graphics card, you'll be able to do this. So this Mm -hmm. is a huge boon. It could lower the barrier to entry for having a computer to run VR. It can make, if you already have a great graphics card, it could make your VR games that right now are kind of running a little sluggishly run faster and look way better. So this is something that it goes behind the scene. It's not flashy like a new headset, but it is essential to making VR as best, as good as it can be in the future. Mm -hmm. Do we know if this is going to be restricted to like their newer uh, GPUs or is this going to be across the board, just like NVIDIA drivers? It is DLS 2.1. So if you you have a graphics card that supports super sampling, you can install the driver and it should be added to your current graphics card. Sweet. Yeah, th- this is exciting for like, like myself, I, I'm, I'm expecting an index and pretty 
you know, I, well, I say pretty soon, who knows? Um, <laughs> and uh, when that comes out, I imagine I'm probably not going to be running at that, that thing at its full resolution because I hate to say it, my computer just isn't ready for that. So I'm probably going to be running it at, it has some downsampling options, fortunately, and they seem to run pretty well. So that's what I was going to use. So this, <laughs> I'm basically going to be running the game at the lower resolution and then using DLSS to super sample it back to its high resolution. <laughs> <laughs> hacks. Hacks. Elite hacks. Right. So, so, <laughs> so if you're going to pull a, a, a rip here, just know it won't look as good natively. It will right. look close but it won't be quite as good. You won't ever get the quite the same fidelity as just buying a better computer, but it will <laughs> really help. <laughs> right. Of oh, course, I'm going to get the 30 series when that comes out, and then I'll be able to yeah, run the Valve too. Index all day. <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah this, that was pretty sweet. This is exciting, not just in just VR, but like they've, they've been doing experimenting with the same kind of software with... Uh, with like the Oculus Quest, we talked about that a lot of podcasts ago. And so like the more we see of research going on in this area, that means it's going to free up more possibilities for like standalone headsets that don't have an amazing graphics card to still have really good graphics. So just means we're, we're advancing. We're getting further. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, I forgot the most important part. The reason that you should <laughs> care about this most importantly is that this next update is the first one that will include VR support. It didn't before, ah. now it does. That's why it's oh, important, nice. and that's why it's here. <laughs> that good. Important. Totally forgot to mention that first time around. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> important. No worries. I like it. I'm not. I'm not enough into the the like super sampling stuff. I'm not enough of a graphics whore, I guess, to really like try so hard to make the games look good. I'm kind of like a let it run at whatever settings it it starts with with whatever video card I have and just accept that that's how it looks. But one of these days, I'll probably start to actually play with those settings and see how good things can look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always it's always an uphill slope, and once you get to like a certain level, you'll you'll just have such a hard time going back. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in this right. too. <laughs> Join the dark side, Jay. Join us, and we can rule the VR industry together. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that, I'm going to roll us out of the news and roll us into the game section. But first, we need to tell you just really quick about our sponsor. But we're really happy to do so. This week's game section is brought to you by the same people who brought our new segment, Asterion. Super cool, guys. They wanted us to let you know about their Aura VR stand. Super great VR stand, guys. This thing will work with any VR headset. It'll work with your PlayStation VR. It'll work with your Quest. It'll work with your Rift S. It'll work with whatever you have. Try this thing out, guys. Check it out. It is surprisingly affordable for how just, like, good it is. It looks great. It has a little USB port, so you can plug stuff into it, and you have no idea how nice that is until you actually own it. <laughs> and yeah. um, it's got RGB lighting because, you know, they just couldn't throw enough features on it. Super cool headset. If you want to pick up your own Aura VR stand, head on over to www.asterianproducts.com. Plug in the code FULLDIVE at checkout, and you can get $5 off your order, $19.99 or more. I know I went through that rather fast. So, again, code FULLDIVE, F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E, at asterianproducts.com. We recommend it heartily. It was a very easy yeah. sell to us to say this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we we all own one, and it was like, yeah, this is this is great. 
We all own one or two, some of us. Or two, yeah. Soon to be soon to be three. I only need five more. <laughs> We're all in our headsets. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone who has picked color. up. <laughs> we, that's we, that's we, actually what I why why I said five more. I don't have eight VR headsets. I just want to have one in each color option sitting. Yeah, there have the whole rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could sync it up with my keyboard so that it would like whenever I switch applications to like ones that I have like Ooh. a full color layout for the it would also switch. Oh, yeah, well. that would be a, a, a feature request for Asterion, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With the games, we got. I so wanted to play this game, and I just did not have time. There are fires everywhere, and I've been busy trying to keep all my stuff from burning. <laughs> I understand. Today, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jay understands. Yeah, today has been just chaos. I, I was this close to being like, guys, I cannot make it. But the, fortunately, the fires in Medford have kind of calmed down, and it, it looks like things will hopefully be okay. But anyway, Stride, Jay, Adam, you guys pick this up. Uh, make me jealous what how was it Ooh, uh, if you want to make him jealous maybe adam should no start. jay take you start <laughs> us off for us uh stride Hello. it's it's mirror's edge it's parkour it is you're running through this free arena it is still in early access so you don't get all the game modes yet you're just getting basically the free running so you've got the options of you you run with your analog stick but to actually run you have to move your hands in a running mode you grab the the walls in front of you and you can leap over them at some points you have a hook that shoots out that you can swing across with you can wall run you can jump, but the jumping's a little weird <laughs> uh, for you. <laughs> well, I actually okay. So let me let me plead my case here really quick, and I'll explain to you what was going on. So in a lot of parts of the game, you're jumping over gaps, and so to jump a gap, you want to get the maximum jump you can at the very edge. So in almost every game in the in the gaming industry, not just VR, well, the moment you push a jump button in fully, you jump. With this game, that mm. is not the case. It's when you let go of the jump button that you jump and then if you want to get more jump you lift your hands at the same time as you're letting go of this button which oh, i weird. felt was like really unnatural especially because the buttons on our controllers are on top so you literally had to like push the button down let it go so lift your thumb upwards after letting go and lift your hands upward at the same time so there was quite a learning curve for me to figure out mm -hmm. the jumping because i kept wanting to like right as i hit the button i thought it would jump and hold the button to get a little longer jump no you gotta like hold the button as you're like kind of running up to it and then you have to stop your hand motion the t1000 thing you're doing and lift <laughs> your hands up to jump so that felt a little unnatural to me and i think other controllers might be better if the button placement is a little different or something but i was really struggling with that and then i also was having a little problem i'm having a sticky grip problem that happens sometimes on the rift s where your grip buttons the second you let go they don't let go as quick so i was still enjoying the game but it just took me longer than most people i think to get good at actually running through the environments uh adam has a whole different experience what, what did you feel when you played it i absolutely loved every single thing about this game <laughs> <laughs> and so and maybe that's because the index button placement is slightly different than the uh than the rift s but i found that the jumping was actually really intuitive and clever <laughs> and so mm -hmm. you're right that it, you don't jump right when you press the button that's because you want to swing your arms like you would jump in real life a lot of things about this game are trying to emulate how you would actually run in real life and so you can push the analog stick to move forward but then you swing your arms back and forth to really run you go faster um and then when you want to slide you're running and then you duck down and go into a slide 
And I thought the jumping was a part of that. You press down the button to sort of, you know, get ready for a jump. And then you throw your arms forward while you're letting go of the button and you just fly through the air, soaring over this gap and trying to get to the next ledge. And mm. I got to say, it is one of the smoothest motion games I've ever had. Uh, by wow. far one of the smooth, smoothest motion games. It just feels incredible to be able running along and then there's sniper shooting at you. You barely jump, you pull out your gun, take a couple shots, and then with your other hand, grab onto the ledge just barely, pull yourself onto it. It was a really fun experience. It's still in early access, and so there's only one game mode right now, which is Endless Run. They are coming out with other game modes, which I saw, including an arena mode. And you'll like this, Jay, where you get the same sort of crazy movement, but instead of just a straightforward Endless Run, you're sliding around cover, getting on top of obstacles and taking out enemies in this arena type setting. And that it's an early access right now. And I'm really excited to see where they go with it. Now, mm -hmm. your description is everything I wanted the game to be for me. I feel like this this could be a game that could be a little held back depending on what headset you have. Because like, yeah, I, true. I wanted all of that. I was having a hard time reaching and getting my gun out of my side. It seemed like it was never reliable. I, I did when have I a hard time with it. the gun. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard time grabbing the strings. I had a hard time doing the jumps at the right time. So it was, it was a bit more frustrating than I wanted it to be. And another guest who we actually had on the podcast before, he got it and he has a rift and he ended up returning it. So <laughs> that that tells you that maybe maybe on Oculus, this just isn't the best experience you could have with it. I would love to go back and try it on a different headset because what you said was exactly what I was hoping for. And I felt like I got a little short changed on it when I was trying to play it. So I'm really happy you loved it. I wanted to love it like you did. I still thought it was a really cool concept, but I just felt like something was getting in the way of me fully enjoying it. Hmm. This is a stat chat is missing out what game we're talking about we're talking about stride yep. um it, it did it fully release or did it just come out on early access, early access. it is early, early access, access for right. 20 bucks on steam okay totally worth the price unless you have an oculus apparently yes, I'll just <laughs> say, maybe if you have the index <laughs> index yeah. the vive probably i mean i just think something about the controllers was driving me nuts and it could just be my controllers i've had i actually mm. swapped my controllers recently i'm using my quest controllers now in my rift s because my original rift s controllers are dying completely so oh, shoes yeah <laughs> yeah you can't use mm. the analog stick but luckily i mostly play beat saber so whatever uh <laughs> stride it's cool. It's 20 bucks. You can return a game on Steam as long as you played it for less than two hours. So you're not really taking much of a risk trying it and seeing what you think. I did enjoy it despite all of its problems, but it just I never got fully engrossed into the game and loved it because of the problems I was having. And I wanted to I wanted to just get into the world like I did with Windlands and just feel lost in it. And I I never right. got there. Yeah. And me, completely different experience, completely Mirror's Edge-esque. Um running through this skyline wall running jumping off of buildings it feels awesome just to know okay i'm at the edge i just gotta jump and whatever's there i'll hold on to and you just oh. fly through the air grab onto a ledge pull yourself up and run because you're on a time crunch and yeah i mean incredible experience so apparently if you want to give it a shot with a maybe it'll work for you maybe it won't game Go ahead and pick it up. <laughs> when you say endless mode, is it like like rogue style where it like keeps developing like randomly generated stuff? Or it is how, procedural. How it, so okay. it is procedurally generated. They have a number of like prefabricated sections that they can tie together end to end uh, in mm -hmm. interesting ways. And that's one of the things that they're making is creating more prefabricated sections. Um, it's 
I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Sounds pretty fun. I'm cannot i'm like so hyped to play this i'm hoping i don't get the same experience that jay does because i have the same headset uh, but, yeah, i um, hope not but i also this might be definitely like like i know a lot of people find the oculus touch controllers to be like a little small and like they have issues with it for me the oculus touch controllers are the perfect size for my hands um i'm not a, mm. i'm not a very big person so you've got, well, at you least got tiny not hands high-wise. get a rift ass that's what rip said <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i i like generally don't have any problems with like interacting with my uh the buttons on it while playing games as much as other people that i found so i like i know like some people when i give them the, the oculus touch controllers they literally cannot press the home button because it's like too far down so oh <laughs> i think part of that is those kiwi straps you have though too because i tested those straps out myself and for my hands they pushed my hands so far up the controller that i couldn't mm. reach everything correctly like i used to so that right. that definitely is also an issue depending on what kind of straps you use for any controller yeah right i i hope you try this rip and i hope you come back and say it was exactly what adam had because that's what i wanted i just wanted to just feel like i was <laughs> in it and it kept pulling me out violently mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Jay was just bad at the game. We'll find out. That's what I think. Right. Blame it on the controller. (laughs) I'm blaming the controllers no matter what happens. If you want a game that's going to really pull you out of it in the middle of the game, I got to try a game that's in beta. Uh, It's not not out there yet. You have to have a code to get it. It's called Powder VR. So how many of you here have always thought skiing or snowboarding is the perfect fit for VR? Anyone? Has anyone been like, oh, I, I really don't want think to do that. anyone has ever once thought that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, 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 the skiing, definitely. I've been wanting to play like a good skiing game. So, well, the skiing worked much better than the snowboarding. I played powder. You get to ski or snowboard. You have hills, you have races. It's basically everything you could expect in a downhill simulator for snow. Uh, but man, the skiing felt pretty good because you have the sticks in your hands. I've done both. I've skied and snowboard in real life. You have the sticks. You can push yourself with the sticks. You can do jumps you can race and skiing was pretty cool now snowboarding was a bit of a nightmare because (laughs) you had to turn your body in real life and then whichever way your left hand was facing was where it would go and so that felt pretty unnatural i was like let me put my wee board on the ground and stand on it and if i could control (laughs) this this would be the perfect experience but the left (laughs) hand i had to like because when you're really snowboarding you tip your body you don't really aim your hand yeah and right it actually said, if you want to have a more natural experience, put your controller in your pocket. But oh, with what? Rift S and inside out tracking the way it is, that really didn't work for me. But if I had a Vive or an Index, I would have tried that because I think it would have been really good. Because then when your hips turned, your board would have turned. Oh, so, that's really cool. Yeah. Inside out tracking, it didn't quite do it. But the game, it's it's got a lot more coming before it actually launches. It's in beta. I do have high hopes for it. If it's not too expensive, I think it will be pretty cool in its final run. It was a fun time, but it it was just, it was so hard to snowboard and trying to move around <laughs> on the snowboard. I couldn't figure out like, okay, I need to move from here to there, but I can't take my boots out of their bindings and walk like I would in real life. Like I'm stuck <laughs> to this snowboard where with the skis, at least you can use the poles to get wherever you right. want to go. So yeah. It's fun. It, I, I'm looking forward to its release, but it's definitely you can feel it's very beta right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was when just when when I first saw Powder VR, I was like, I feel like the snowboard's got to be the most finicky thing because it feels like the skis make sense. You know, you can point with your poles, or you can point like I yeah, can picture a dozen forward. ways to do it. Yeah, or just even like maybe even just use the uh, the the 
what's it the joystick on the controllers maybe that's what you use for direction i don't know which and that could work with the snowboard but because you're always looking i mean you look forward on a snowboard but you know your body's facing a whole nother direction your hands are doing all sorts of you know you're balancing it's like i i struggle to see how you could control it with either hand direction or head direction and it doesn't sound like they really nailed it not so yet that's unfortunate yeah, that would not, be yet. not yet uh, chat asks, for things like this yeah sorry let's go ahead and ask chat well well chat chat asked how uh well they didn't ask so much as they brought it up and i'm asking <laughs> how was how was the nausea in this i yeah, i'm so question. the worst person to ask because you could put me in about anything at this point with my right. experience i i didn't feel any issues there was some times where i was like oh my goodness like i felt like i was gonna fall down in real life because something crazy happened but i didn't feel any hint of sickness but i generally never do so i'm i'm not right. a good bearing for that yeah mm-hmm. so, i would guess i would guess it could make you sick if you're one that gets sick but i i couldn't tell i could gotcha. see that happening <laughs> we'll need destiny to try it yes yeah, so i'll be the guinea pig on that <laughs> oh gosh oh gosh i personally think i i think that there is a lot of games that you can only do in vr you know pavlov is one of those and there's a lot of half-life alex is another one and i think that there is a certain category of games that are abominations in VR. <laughs> and I think that powder <laughs> VR is one of those. It, it just feels like that's maybe something that, uh, you know, it just doesn't seem like a good fit because it is full body. And right now you you sort of have three points of contact with VR headset. You got your, your headset and then your two hands. And it's just not quite there yet what we need for something like snowboarding where it's a lot of tipping and twisting and turning right and i, I just yeah. don't know if it's there yet i think it it should never have been <laughs> Ooh, with full body tracking i bet that would be fun right mm-hmm. and that's going to be like a oh what's the one that microsoft did with that camera connect. That, that's the connect yeah and that's the sort of thing that they were trying to do with the connect and people didn't like that either yeah, um, it, i don't think i actually don't think body tracking would help because it needs to know where you're putting your weight so you yes. literally need, uh, yeah. you need the Wii balance board for this. The Wii balance board had a <laughs> snowboard game on it that was actually really fun and worked really well because you were it knew how you were leaning your body weight. And that's right. what it needs more than where your body is in space. It needs to know how you're leaning. I think mm-hmm. I, some people have hacked it and put Wii balance boards into snowboarding games in VR. <laughs> and that actually is a good fit for it. That oh, or Tony Hawk Pro Skater nice. VR with that. That's what you need. So. It's mm-hmm. we're not there, but I, I want to figure that one out one day. You know, we talked about peripherals, one of these podcasts, like way back when. And this is a perfect game for it. peripherals for a lot of games just don't work well for this one. If you're really into snowboarding, you just get the urge to snowboard, you know, experience the great outdoors from indoors. This might be a perfect game for a snowboarding peripheral, <laughs> you know, sort of like how Guitar Hero was able to, like, get a little plastic guitar in every single home. This could be the game to get yourself a snowboard in every single home. <laughs> I agree. Well, speaking of games that could use peripherals, uh, you guys played The Forest, right? I was thinking, how yeah. does that have anything to do with yeah, peripherals? Yeah, I know. Jay? You need to have, you need to have, connect better. You need to have an actual axe attached to your VR controller Dude, and some yeah, dummies in that. the room that you actually slice yeah. with it. That's, that's, what, that's what I was picturing. So that. go ahead and, and the, give a description of the forest first. Okay, so the forest is a uh, it's it's a very it, first off. This was a PC game first, <laughs> added VR support, and it shows the entire time. But the game itself <laughs> is a it, it's it's kind of in terms of the 
genre it's very typical it's a crafting survival horror game it's you know of of the likes of um well what other shoot now i'm like blanking there was like a just for like there's a ton of zombie ones yeah for three to five years there were just like in like early access became a thing and then everyone tried to make their crafting survival game um so forest came out kind of came out like towards the end of that that early access like craze Mm -hmm. yeah yeah wave and uh it and in some ways it shows the forest was of those games a fairly solid experience a lot of things work it's still got like some things that are a little questionable and we'll get into that but overall the experience ran really well in vr it ran really well the vr support was i mean it worked (laughs) um but it's not like bone works like there's no like there's it's not a lot of like physics or anything to take advantage of but the the premise is you crash in a plane you're stuck on i don't know if it's an island or just a forest and i mean it's called the forest so there is a forest but i don't know if there's like if, i don't know what happens when you go too far we didn't get that far and there's a bunch of creepy cannibals on the island and did I say cannonballs or cannibals? Cannibals. I said cannibals. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> See, I <laughs> questioned myself. <laughs> There's a lot of cannonballs on the island, and they're after <laughs> you. <laughs> well, they're not always after you. Um, so it's got horror elements, but you're also trying to get off the island. Kind of a per- perhaps a Subnautica style, where like there is an end to the game. It's not just like Rust, where you're just there forever and just building a base. Um. Now, so Destiny had already played this. This was my first time playing this, but Destiny, you hadn't played too much yet, right? Last time we talked about no. this. Yeah, I think with you playing with you is a very different experience. So with my first time, I did it in a good way, She's though. Because, like my sucks. first time, no no, 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 the first time, like I was having audio issues, almost like how you had audio issues. Oh this yeah, time. I played but, entirely without sound. That was oh, I was a deaf I, person. I have a very funny story about that too. But okay, so my first time was without audio, um, and like I kept trying to communicate with the other players, and like I wasn't hearing anything, so like I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. I knew I was having fun just messing around, and I liked it, but yeah, it was so different than. I, I almost feel like this was more of a genuine experience to where I can actually like speak on it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'll say like the funniest thing that happened with the whole him not having audio, but we could hear each other talking because <laughs> we were still talking through discord. So um, we had already like built our base and it was like, you know, getting laid and we had like a fire going and stuff. And I kept wondering when the cannibals were going to show up. So I'm over there like chopping wood and then he's over there by the fire pit. And then like I look over and he's just being like nonchalant and there's like two cannibals <laughs> by him. And I'm like, they're getting you. They're right by you. And he's like, oh. And so then I start like axing one of them and he's like, no, no, no. He's like, you don't have to kill him. And I'm like, okay. So like then there's one left. It's a girl. And she's kind of like, you know, being all like crazy psycho, but not like jumping on his yet. So we're just kind of staring at her waiting to see what happens. And sure enough, she starts jumping on him, trying to kill him. So I was like, you do have to kill him. <laughs> so then we like kill that one. And oh my God, it was so funny. Like it was, it was great. Like I, I love the game. It's honestly definitely one of my tops right now. I can't wait mm-hmm. to play it more, especially with all y'all. I think it'd be great. Right. 
yeah it's it it runs surprisingly well which is perhaps my biggest worry and in terms of the controls they're not intuitive but (laughs) they're also surprisingly simple and it was like there was definitely a lack of like it it needed just some button prompts or something because we spent like probably the first quarter to a half of our time was trying to figure out how to play the game in the first place Mm -hmm. in vr um and that like i could definitely some people taking a really long time on that and some people just like figuring it out immediately your mileage may vary um probably worth admittedly having a guide ready i think i would have liked to have had something to better show me the controls or at least someone maybe the first time you hop into the forest vr try and play with someone who's already played this game because then you can really just hop into it not you know then you just be like hey how do i do this and then they'll tell you and then you're done rather than spending 10 minutes pressing all the buttons, holding them, <laughs> tapping them, double tapping them, trying to figure out what does what, because there is no guide. It took me forever just to find out how to get to options. <laughs> yeah. But once you figure it out, it's actually kind of stupid simple. Like, the, it, interacting with stuff becomes really quick. Um, building things is really fast. Perhaps one of my favorite things was that you can pull up in order to build things, it's not like Rust where everything's like got complicated recipes or mine early days Minecraft where like you kind of had to just be in the know for what recipes were what. <laughs> because if you wanted to build a pickaxe, you just had to like either Google it or have it remembered. Um, you know, it, this game, it shows you every item you can build right off the bat. You just need the materials for it. And it you can like it, it's it's like a full index of like what things you can build and it's got pictures for it and it's surprisingly easy and but like in a good way because i didn't want to like especially for vr games admittedly like we want longer vr games but we don't want lo- like games with like oh man i'm gonna have to sink like 50 60 hours onto this to right. finally beat this thing <laughs> i like for i liked forest <laughs> yeah i liked i liked the forest but i didn't like it that much um that said we had a lot of fun what that moment destiny yeah. was talking about oh my goodness because <laughs> i have no audio so i'm just like i think the base wasn't quite done we, we still needed some logs so i was going around collecting logs in the dark <laughs> and just here <laughs> rip this cannibals i'm like what this one right behind me it was the, it got the horror moment right there i was what the hell <laughs> and, and maybe that's one of the reasons why i enjoy it so much though is because like it was very funny like there was like stupid funny moments like that or like with the animals and everything <laughs> oh, yeah, like you will never run out of food yeah, oh no like it's it's just to me it's funny and like a very um a oddities type way but um another good thing about it is the map is so huge because the first time i played like there is a massive body of water that when you get off the plane to your right i had went to and then we had went more to the left and like i didn't realize all that was out there and there's like a huge like cave thing in the ground i mean it's yeah, there's like a hole that just goes like you, you can't safely look down at all the way it's so deep did you explore yeah. it did you not yet there i was... kept wanting to but it's so like straight down it's just a, it's just cliff face but you could see you could see from our vantage point that there was a little spot uh like i don't know maybe uh 50 to 100 meters down there was a little like alcove like there was definitely something there yeah (laughs) so we it it was a pretty good like you can go here at some point you just need to figure out how yeah um 
Yeah. So, the, like, there was a sense of mystery. Obviously, there's the cannibals. I had already watched a review for this game ahead of time. So that, like, when when Destiny, like, <laughs> just saw the cannibal and went at it, I was like, no, <laughs> you don't have to do that. Because I knew that the cannibals will, for some amount of time, they don't actually get violent with you. They'll just kind of, like, scope you out. They're, they're, they have a super interesting and interactive AI. Um, so they'll like get angrier if you like have a lot of dead bodies around they'll get scared <laughs> if you have dead bodies around the more you cut down the woods and stuff the angrier they'll get <laughs> um <laughs> but for the but like they'll poke and prod at you um they'll if you i believe if you like kill off um if you if if like the first like couple times you get attacked if you do it if you either leave them alone or if you kill them all successfully and then hide the bodies, they won't know that you're violent yet. So they still won't attack. I don't know. There's, there's like a bunch of interesting stuff and I wanted to see what happened. But Destiny went and, you know, took uh, the... Yeah, yeah, I, my <laughs> fight kicked in, I guess. <laughs> resolved, <laughs> resolved things as she always does with a knife. And... <laughs> <laughs> and so the war began between us and the cannibals they, they um, definitely could like explain i don't know things a little bit better because it's yeah. like you oh, said ha yeah had i not like also like kind of did a little bit of reading prior to it just like with the um to have like a saving or a stopping oh, point yeah. you have to build a base like if i hadn't read that i wouldn't have known that's why i was like i'm pretty sure i think we have to have to build the base and of course you you have like different levels of like the cabins and like pretty much anything you want to build there's going to be like four different levels and we went with like the biggest log cabin oh, it yeah. was like what 90 <laughs> something logs that you had to chop down oh, or bring boy. and so yeah it did take a minute but then finally there was there was like a little thing where you could like save your game and come back to it so i mean it's it is a lot of fun um but it definitely goes easier once you play it and you get used to what you're doing don't mm -hmm. don't worry about that rip i've got that covered uh i was i was gonna uh, <laughs> scratch it off i don't think we have time for that one yeah. sorry we're, we're, we're interacting with the script here for those that are confused <laughs> <Or> yeah, <outline. laughs> yeah, yeah i was gonna try and dash that part like nope all right um <laughs> on that note though i'm gonna move us on because uh we're we're burning through this podcast um real quick though before we get farther if you are here in the chat uh and we're streaming for we, we have a little bit of an exclusive thing for the streamers, and that's our after hours in the podcast. So once this once the podcast podcast part, like the 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 full recordings, once that's done, we're still going to be streaming for some amount of time. And if you have questions for us for that time, go ahead and start popping them in chat. We're gonna keep an eye keep an eye on those, and um, if we have extra time, they might make it into the end of the podcast. But we will for sure answer them in the after hours. Just letting you all know right now. Adam, I, you finally played Boneworks. No, oh, sorry, I, I interrupted you, Jay. No, I want to. I want to hear about it too. Let's hear about it. You know, Boneworks wins my award, the Adam Charlton Award for game I really enjoyed despite not understanding what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, elaborate. So, Boneworks <laughs> is a really great game and a really frustrating game, all rolled into one incomprehensible story package. <laughs> okay. So Boneworks is a game that is pretty meta in some ways. Um, it came out right uh, before Half-Life Alex, and a lot of things in it kind of mimic a lot of the way that Half-Life Alex does things, where you can kind of force grab things and pull it towards you and grab them. 
it has sort of a interact with everything and everything scramble for to try and um, get resources, supplies, and ammo. And they came uh, out first, right? Came it out did come out first. Yeah. yeah, it did come out first. And well, the, you know, the, the developers worked hand in hand for a lot of the physics. The 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 Half Life Alex and the the Boneworks team communicated a ton. So that might be why things felt so similar. Right. And so the story of Boneworks, it's hard to try and describe the story of Boneworks without quickly getting into very meta things because Boneworks is about a guy. You, so you're, it's a VR game about playing a VR game. <laughs> yes. And so you are in VR. In VR. <laughs> And I know that sounds awful, but, you know, there's a lot of things in it. It's a physics-based shooter. And so the sort of fantasy of Boneworks is that anything that you can grab, you can interact with, you can bash the skull in of people that are trying to mess with you. You can open doors, you can climb ladders, like physically climb it. You can climb poles, you solve problems using physics, you know, moving and shifting ladders around and weighting mm-hmm. things down and, and weighting down a pulley so that it opens a door. That's the fantasy of Boneworks. And also there's shooting involved. Um, (laughs) Clearly inspired by the earlier source games, but but primarily the the, like Half-Life 2 and its episodes. You can tell the inspiration is there. There is even a headcrab looking thing that is a VR headset (laughs) with legs that will try and leap towards you. And it's actually kind of cool. Like it has some cool features. It's a VR headset with legs. It leaps Mm -hmm. towards you, tries to put on your head. And you start to see a little bit of like the VR thing when you're looking in the in uh-huh. the you know on the inside of this not head crab um <laughs> that the first time i saw one of those was probably the scariest moment i've had in vr yes. that was like when it first when the first one that leaps at you i i full-on panic thank god i wasn't like particularly close to like the boundaries of my vr because like instincts kicked in i almost punched <laughs> my monitor and, and yeah. that's really cool though is because you can actually punch in this game I was holding a trash can at the time, and so, <laughs> and so I just like bashed this trash can into this not head crab repeatedly, and I even like stopped, and it sort of twitched a little bit, and I just keep oh, bashing no. it over and over. <laughs> no, and the and the enemies are kind of creepy, like they're sort of it, it's very meta, and so yeah. for someone like me who's done a lot of game dev, they have a lot of game dev stuff in there where they call the enemies at first rigid bodies they're very just formless faceless which is a term in game development for um a character who can act on physics basically and these are sort of like the characters that go around and they're kind of creepy because it's a scavenging game so you want to conserve ammo so you want to get a headshot these enemies take two headshots to kill Mm. and so you take a headshot and they fall down though like they think they're like you think they're dead and then halfway through the game, they stop dying from one headshot. And so they start like <laughs> oh, twisting no. around. And so it's also the only game where I've shot a guy. And then for every dead body I see, walk up and then execution yep. style, like shoot them in the head. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just to make sure they're dead. And no, so I forget what the... rule of zombie land that is, but double tap. Double tap. <laughs> Always right? double tap. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that's the fantasy yeah. of the game. The actuality of the game is a story that I am most of the way through the game and still have no idea what's going on. Uh, (laughs) Um, 
the climbing, which is an essential and like critical part of the game that I still have never been able to get working properly. <laughs> oh, it's awful. They, they, they've done update after update to try and fix that. And it's just like they need to just abandon so many of their physics thing when it comes to that because it feels so your body basically you it, it'd be like you grab the wall and then you pull yourself up but because there's physics you you like i don't know have lack this of your you you have like it tries to it tries to replicate human strength which means you are not so ripped that you can just grab something and like hoist yourself effortlessly. Yeah, you sort of <laughs> grab it and then pull up and then like the game is like, oh, he's trying to pull up. And then like over the course of a minute, you'll slowly go. Yeah, uh... It's like, I'm not trying to do a pull up in real life. I'm supposed to be this muscle man in VR, in VR that can do this pull up, you know? <laughs> right. The other problem is like pulling things around. They tried to make everything real life or right. physics based. But the problem is, like, you need to grab something and pull it, and the game gets confused whether you're pulling the thing towards you or whether you're pulling you towards it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it, you just kind of, and and so it just like flips a coin and picks one of them. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. And yeah, so it is. It, it's it's a brilliant fantasy, and when it works, it works incredibly well. Especially with the enemies, is where it shines. And then anything's with the physics problem is a buggy mess. <laughs> yes. Mm. That, that, that it's one of the few games that still gives me some amount of motion sickness because man they're yeah. like yes. you'll yes. be trying it it, it 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 it's very clear especially knowing that half-life alex and the boneworks team were um communicating you can definitely tell half-life alex devs played this and went okay as fun as physics are all of our stuff is going to be locked to the walls you cannot move it <laughs> yes <laughs> you don't have actual physical legs because actual physical legs in vr don't really work right um <laughs> like it was it was boneworks is one of those games that i feel like everyone in vr should pick up and try at some point because it's going to be a classic for vr I, it, it already is yeah. um you know it pushed so many boundaries and influenced so many games in terms of its physics it's that that's sort of like picking things like you, don't, you shouldn't have to always bend down things to pick them up. Why not just like point at it and grip and you're done? Um, lots of stuff like that. It, you know, it, it brought things forward, but it also shows it's, if not age, it's it, it like it tries it's a lot of things. It's ambitious. It tries a lot of things just kind of for the sake of trying them out. There, there's a it, ruling. Yeah, there's a ruling game development sort of like the more features you have, the less well you do all of them. And this right. had all of the features and it did all of them. Not great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, 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 those, for a while you could, whenever you had a melee weapon or a gun and you like moved like your hand like this, they would like rubber band around. <laughs> it was like impossible to aim. Um, yeah. And it's come a long way. They, they've released yeah, a lot. Of I haven't updates. had any of the problems. I haven't had a lot of the problems that you're talking about And my favorite weapon my tried and true method for a lot of the game was this two-handed sledgehammer. Yeah. That, like I couldn't get a lot of these one-handed weapons. It couldn't hit hard enough. No, man, I'm just holding, walking around a sledgehammer. One of these guys, one of these zombies comes through the door and just whoppa, <laughs> knocked There's... to the ground. And then he's on I the ground out... and then whoppa, whoppa, just keep hitting them. <laughs> if you're having trouble with the game, I don't recommend this because it actually makes it too easy. I discovered fairly early on, you know, those cinder blocks that you can pick up, like the, like the concrete style with like, two squares in them sort of yes. a deal those instant kill any enemy the moment it touches them 
<laughs> because they're because they're so heavy and it has some amount of like y- y- you drag it and it feels like it's moving through water because it's so it's got so much like physics momentum in the game that you're kind of just pulling it along you just kind of have to like like kind of push it into an enemy and, <laughs> <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> and the, the momentum of it and like i guess the calculation decides that you might as well have just like <laughs> just shot out of the with yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so ridiculously but you can get through like the first half of the game until you start getting shot at um by later enemies you could just carry this cinder block around and just <laughs> waltz your way through the game you have to play the whole game with the cinder block and you yeah. get this achievement so <laughs> kind of a janky game kind of a buggy game Honestly, if you're a fan of VR games, the, the, this is an instant part of VR history that you have to experience. Yeah, hands down. So go yeah. ahead and pick it up. <laughs> it, it'll it'll educate you a ton into why, like it, like a lot of people complain that in Half Life Alex that like why can't I just pick up my weapons and grip them and stuff? Why is it like this stuck to my hand? <laughs> this game shows you why so many of decisions have been made in later VR games. Yeah. Um, for better or worse, yeah. Well, but it also did a lot of great things. Yes, uh, I have. It's still it. fun to play. I'll report back. I need to try it. I'll try it this week finally, and I'll report back my thoughts too. Uh, we got to get into the opinion section, but before we do, I just want to say real quick to the listeners: if you've been waiting for a battle royale game, you want Fortnite, you want PUBG in VR. Population one right now, they're looking for play testers. I can't talk about it much. You won't be able to either because it's on NDA, but they said, check out the trailer. And if you want to get in on the play test, join our discord and message us. We're allowed to try and refer so many people and get them in Oculus devices are going to be prioritized first, but get on our discord, join us message and say, Hey, I checked out the trailer. I really want to play population one. We can try to refer you and get you in and play. It is really fun. I've been playing it. I've been playing it. I can't really talk about, but oh, it is fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to trying that. All right, Same. for this week's discussion, the discussion section, we asked if you could live. This is like transported to the world, not just like using a VR headset to play mm-hmm. it. If you were stuck in a VR game, like you were, like full on fantasy style stuck in it, which VR game would you choose to be stuck in? So. I want to start first by saying some ones that I definitely don't want to live in. And and this is a great, no, no, no. I like this question because it totally turns the head on everything that we've talked about our favorite games in VR. We we get that question a lot because like some of the best games out there, Half-Life Alex. heck no, I'm not living in City 17. That that sucks. Another favorite, it's like Pavlov. People only kill each other in Pavlov. No way. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like Blade and Sorcery. No, (laughs) not going there. And so I actually am really trying to rack my head on any VR game that's not actively terrible for the people living there. (laughs) So I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, though, but I'm still trying to crank through it. It's like I'm going through my list of all my favorite VR games. I'm like, no, I don't really feel like getting shot and or stabbed on a daily basis. So (laughs) see, that's where I'm kind of like split, though. What about you, Jay? What were you going to say? You want to get shot shot at and or stabbed the rest of your life. Like, okay, okay. No. So there's part of me that I 
and I think I've kind of talked about this, but I love the whole like post-apocalyptic style like vibe thing. So there's like part of me, this like alter ego <laughs> that thinks it'd be so cool to be in like Arizona sunshine where you're just like, you know, just kind of going rogue. Yeah, yeah, you're just kind of like going through this like desolated land and just like taking out these zombies and like, you know, finding crap in like fridges and stuff to survive. And so like that kind of seems fun in a way but then like the realistic part of me thinks that maybe something like this like a beautiful world and you know just like a very very chill game where you know <laughs> you have access to beautiful scenery might be a better bet i don't know mm-hmm. what about you Jay? What i'm you opening up on my steam library right now just to look through it <laughs> well even before vr was a thing i'm surprised when... you didn't just go right off the bat with elite dangerous uh, you oh, can't get out is... of your mm. spaceship <laughs> <laughs> well if you're stuck in it in real life i pictured like you know if it sort of becomes like like most tv shows that handle this topic where it like kind of becomes fleshed out to like a full world like we're picturing um you know because otherwise like the half-life alex thing would be you're, if you're stuck in the game literally as it is, you would only be able to go where Alex, the character, goes. <laughs> yeah, let's say like the world of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, Elite um, Dangerous, yeah, so that's Rip's option. No surprise to anyone who has ever listened to us for more than mm, one podcast. <laughs> it actually wasn't going to be my choice, but like I, I, I thought you might jump on that because you get to re... like you. That like you can't die in that game. You get to be like brought back to life. <laughs> you get to like explore the stars. I don't know. I thought I thought you that would be the one you jump on. I actually have indisputably the la- the correct answer, but I'd love to hear Jay's thoughts on it first. <laughs> okay. Well, even before VR, before anything, I will say back in the day when I sunk hundreds of hours into Minecraft, I oh. honestly thought about like what would it be like to just spend oh. your entire life being able to create and build. And as long as I could have someone with me, as long as I could have another right. person, preferably my wife, but at least someone so I wasn't alone. Like I think about like the movie Inception when they were just in there creating man, I would I could do that for mm. years and years and just make stuff. And there's all kinds of food to eat. There's stuff to do. I mean it's it's a decently fleshed out world. Things to kill you. <laughs> Your but you world respawn. gets regularly updated. <laughs> you get new things. You get new things all the time. You never know what's coming. Suddenly there's ray tracing, and all of a sudden your whole world is just gorgeous. <laughs> Imagine that. You get you get the updates, but like you don't get like news about it or anything. It'd be like the it just Earth happens. just suddenly gets like new no. animals all over the place. No, like, like, what, what is, is happening? Movie. What is the name of that movie that um? It has the girl from Hunger. No, it doesn't. Ah, I can't remember as well to say it. it has the girl from Hunger Games, but um, oh, the maze. I think it's called the maze. Oh. And you know, like they get like the packages and stuff, just kind of right. like randomly delivered to them. It's like that. You just get new stuff. <laughs> I, I have not seen it, but it sounds cool. Uh, oh, it's good. It is. I could spend an eternity in there with, with yeah. of course, Natalie, my wife, or a really good friend, or a group of friends. I could just spend forever making stuff. I think I could easily live in Minecraft and be happy. Hmm. I could see it. So I have I, indisputably the correct that. answer, though. Yeah. So okay. wait for you. It's going to be the most bizarre, un you know unthinkable answer, but it's indisputably the correct answer. Job mm. simulator. Oh. <laughs> so oh. the premise of job simulator is you literally, as a person, go to a job museum to experience what it was like to work. <laughs> that that <laughs> implies that in this universe... No jobs exist because robots do all of them for you. And in fact, the jobs are so weirdly bizarre that we are so far in the future 
that people have forgotten what it is like to have to go to work every day. This must be a that. guy that hates his job to be saying that. Like you can tell if someone hates their job, if they actively fantasize about either a, the world ending B, all the jobs disappearing <laughs> or see anything along those lines, you know, see, that they don't like their job. I used to, actually, I used to enjoy my job. I used to enjoy my job about the zombie apocalypse coming when I worked no. in management just to get hey. out of my job. At least mine sounds cool. Okay. There's like cool clothes. <laughs> cool like vehicles and yours you could have at least said like vacation simulator or whatever the other one is <laughs> i like i like nicola's answer beat saber for life you just stay in there and just keep keep cutting <laughs> oh man no matter how tired oh, you get no yeah, matter how far how many notes you chop there's all there is only music <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you keep getting those community updates yeah if it's a lot you'd have to have the modded version of beat saber for sure you you wouldn't want to be stuck on like oh yeah just the Same. official music packs <laughs> <laughs> as nice as they are Rip, you didn't give us an actual answer yet right i think i want to hear destiny dangerous. oh wait oh i guess destiny said zombie. did you have a particular game or is it just like the genre i think i think arizona sunshine and arizona sunshine yeah, something You've, like on the other spectrum. Have you played um um Saints and Sinners yet? I haven't. <gasps> ah, so see, I wonder if she'll change her answer once she plays <laughs> Saints and Sinners, because that's like kind of the next like evolution of that. I don't know. That um, exposes hmm. a lot more than than Arizona Sunshine about how awful the world gets. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arizona yeah, Sunshine yeah. was a pretty light take on the end of the world. Same yeah, I not so love much. the comedy in it. Like, yeah. true. you know, just yeah. the narration. It's pretty funny. Um, I was gonna probably... So I was thinking of this a little bit more, like, literally, like, you were stuck in this... In VR. Like, mm -hmm. in, well, not, not just VR, but, like, you were stuck in the game as it is. Um when i first heard it and so for me the quickest answer to come to mind was immediately vr chat because i am a stupid social person i like need to interact with people fairly often otherwise i just go completely insane and so vr chat was like my like if i'm just stuck in a game it well, a cannot be single player i would just slowly devolve into madness <laughs> um <laughs> so my so i was thinking like is it going to be rec room because then you at least have like a lot of activities to do and they'll keep adding more so that one was on on the table like i vr chat was the first one but i'm like vr chat's still kind of jank <laughs> and i suspect <laughs> that once i don't know if it's going to be facebook horizons or what but i think that eventually someone's going to create a more popular version of vr chat that isn't as jank and I think that'll at some point in VR, it, it might be like 10 years down the line. I don't know. But I imagine at some point, a bigger team's going to take on the sort of VR chat thing, I guess. And I would want to transition to whatever's new. Um, but yeah, I, I think my first answer is VR chat. Because like, regardless of the kind of buggy activities you can do in this game, there's just always people to hang out with. And I feel like, that like even if i'm stuck in this world i could kind of live vicariously through the people i meet there and i don't know that that was kind of my pick i guess for that reason it's pretty pretty wholesome answer <laughs> well he's not he's not talking about the dark side of yard he's only yeah. highlighting the good parts on the podcast yeah i would stay away from certain <laughs> rooms certain servers <laughs> or you know what I'm not gonna say, because um, <laughs> if I'm if I'm stuck there, 
You'd have to live every part of your life <laughs> in it. So if, I, if I'm if you stuck know, you in know. VRChat, may, maybe for that reason, it's not the worst world to get stuck <laughs> in. You know, when you get desperate. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> what depths of depravity will will someone stuck perpetually in VRChat come to? <laughs> All right. <laughs> and with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this podcast, guys. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you are streaming, we are going to be going into the after hours. If you are watching, listening, whatever, consider joining our Discord community. We got lots of stuff there. We post our announcements. We have all sorts of engagement. We all the all the hosts here talk regularly with all of you in Discord, and we're just so happy to do that. Join it. Lots of fun stuff there. Consider becoming a patron member. Mm-hmm. Just five dollars a month, you get early access to the podcasts. You get uh, footage of the after hours. I'm still working on getting those. They will be coming. Do not worry. Um, so you will get footage of the. Everyone else does like the after hours are going to happen, and then that video is going to become private. Only after only people on our Patreon communities will be able to view that after the fact. Um, I'm forgetting if there are other benefits off the top of my head. <laughs> you get it a day early and you get it in stereo. Ah, oh, that's right. The, the podcast is in stereo. Trust me, the intro and outro songs sound pretty darn sweet when they're not mono. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, re- I'm required to upload the podcast in mono to like keep it to a certain um, data limit for most podcast websites. So if you want like no limit on that and just have it sound spectacular, consider becoming a patron. If you are listening, consider watching us on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube and want more of us, but this time on your commute or uh, doing the dishes or whatever it is, consider listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, literally anywhere you can think of. We are probably there. And if we're not, let me know. I'll change it. And with that, we're wrapping up. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Stretching. (laughs) 